Looking at this generation feeling hopeless Looking across my shoulder, keep my eyes open Keep my mind focused, ain't no hocus pocus Cause when it's all said and done, they will all know us Trying to bring us down, keep us at our lowest They thought you broke us, <laughs> but you woke us Be a leader, not a follower, modern day Moses I'm the water to the seeds that become roses Don't let no Let me see you smile Don't cry, daughter This will be the baby Don't cry, baby This will be the baby Yeah, my son, I think I'll hold you back And don't cry, children This will be the baby Shine, shine You're beautiful inside Yeah, hey Rise up, rise up, hey Don't you know you can fly The dark of a bear Sweet of the juice. You better like Yes, sir. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Y'all can't see, but Heck was over there. He was he was choreographing the choir. <laughs> he was directing the choir over there. I see you, Hex. Let's go. Oh man. Good to be back. Good to be back. Uh another episode, another week in the books. Lovely to be my brothers. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh thank you for listening. Whoever this is decided to click on the link and, you know, wherever you got it from, we got it from Twitter, Instagram, your mom and them house, mm-hmm. whoever, we appreciate you. Uh, we're going to start this off right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. It feels so good because last week we didn't get that. Last week we didn't have the echo. Uh, oh, my man's back. Do it again. One do it back. again. One more time. From the top. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left. Hex. To my right. KG from DC. In the middle. Uh, and in the building as always. Oh man, it feels good to be whole. It feels Thank good to much. be whole. KG, Got glad to have you back, bro. Hey, man. Glad to have you back. Hey man, we know you was on the sign. I know it was tough. Turn me up in I know, the headphones. I know, right. I know it was tough on the sign. Turn you me up in the headphones. <laughs> good yeah, to have you in back. the trenches, right? Yeah, in the trenches. Yeah, he was in there. He was struggling with him, but we good. Uh wellness check. Hex, how you feeling? Man, I'm good, good. Good, good. Good, good. I like that. Let's go. I like that. Look, is it Irv taking his like, yeah. Irv, how you feeling, baby? I'm good, bro. I'm yes, good. yes, sir. KG? Oh, I'm nasty and mean and ready to get lean. Let's I hear get that. it popping. Like, sound, like, sound like a middle linebacker. That's what I'm what? talking about. I'm, I was thinking about Nicole Dean. <laughs> I said that. So, Jay Titter, how you feeling, baby? Hey, feeling good to be back with my brothers this week. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, it has been a wonderful week for me. Um, I know last week we talked about the, the mandate and how, I guess, the pandemic is like over. Right, yeah. I want to shout out everybody who's actually still wearing their mask. Shout out! I want to shout out to you. Shout out to you. Uh, I was in um, I was in a grocery store, and there were few and far between people with no masks on. Mm-hmm. So I want to applaud y'all. Big up to y'all Indeed. for caring about yourselves and caring about not kill, not killing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I do. I really do. People who don't wear masks, uh, I pray for you. I pray, I pray for you. I hope it all works out. I hope it works I hope, for you. I hope it all works out. Yeah. I just, love y'all oh, with, I do. Good, with the good crawls. full hearts. I do, man. Y'all are, y'all are full hearts, good minds, <laughs> uh, uh, Friday Night Lights <laughs> type type dudes, and I really love y'all for that because I'd be on some Darwinism Damn. shit. Like, well, I, <laughs> fuck that. Give it time. I'm like this. If you want to, if you want to hit blackjack reference, if you want to hit on twenty, go ahead. Just don't do it with, at my table. Right, don't use my money. Don't do it with the table I'm playing. Don't at. use my money. You can hit on twenty as much as you want because you could get twenty one. And here's you the could. thing: every now and then, one of us will hop out of car and it'll be like, "Oh, 
I left my mask. But I'm fully vaccinated and boosted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to run yeah, in here real quick run and run quick. right back out. I'm good the rest good. of these motherfuckers out here, you go state to state and yeah, niggas be don't like, with your life. hey man, you know. That's not they pollen. Said not, they said it's not necessary. <laughs> that's, that's sniffling you doing. <laughs> Fuck that's your not pollen. Necessary. That's not that pollen. I got, exactly. I got, I got some ginger ale in the house. I'll be all right. I'll just <laughs> right, right. Right. You, you, you oh, can have tussing on that shit, nigga. You can have a whole lot of liberty when you're dead. All that tussing. Free at last. Free at last. Hell yeah. Real quick, I know sometimes at the end of the show, we give our shout outs and you know we thank y'all for listening. We truly do appreciate it. Mm. Uh, but sometimes we get feedback directly, right? right? Some people that we know, some people that listen to the show, and that are, um, I guess I could use the word fan. I'm not fans, family. Some of y'all are the family, friends family. of the friends yes. of the crew. friends, of, yeah, friends, friends of, of the show, yeah, friends of the show. Y'all sending y'all feedback, uh, and I know Hex, you had an interesting conversation with somebody who had some feedback for for one of the shows. So take us through that real quick. I thought that was a really interesting, it dope uh, yeah, right, dialogue. man. Yeah. Shout out to Mike C, man. This is Love my you, homie, Mike C. Yes, sir. Mike uh, C. Super producer, a music producer in the game, uh, heavyweight, and but and a friend. And so what was so I, I hit y'all to say, look, man, this was. As we continue to, to to grow, the first thing that got my attention was my man hit me at like nine, and I was like, "Hold on, easy, just put the the new show out at six <laughs> thirty, right?" Right. So I'm like, "Man, my man, she just caught the whole thing and hit me like, "Yo, man, I've been catching the new podcast, you know, it's dope, and I'm I'm loving what y'all doing." Yeah. And so he was like, "Put up the hex, you know. Let me let me just say." With with this last little last you know segment y'all had about the young man who got murdered in, in Grand Rapids, he was like, "Man, don't you think sometimes it's like we could we could kind of cut it off before it gets to that point if we did what the officer said or we didn't we didn't we didn't jump the gun or mm. we didn't overreact or we didn't re- actually resist arrest and then you know and then I I went into full UDK on him mm. and." I had to be like, I hear you, bruh. And I, and I first, my first comment was, well, did you hear the whole the whole segment? And then I was like, well, let me say this. I get where you come from. And and he just finished working at a, in a, at a high school in, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, right? So he was doing some IT work and doing some things with the kids and, you know, for, with his background, being in music. So he was saying, hey, he was just shocked at how disrespectful the, the kids are nowadays. Mm-hmm. He was shocked at how... Their in-house uh, police officer for the for the you know on campus when he's trying to break up a fight it leads to fights with the students with him the resource with, officer. with the resource yeah. officer and he was just shocked like man there was a time I know there was nobody who would have ever stepped to somebody in this way and he and and I said to him and and he, so he was referencing back to why why it is that this guy got out the car and and it led to what ultimately led to his death and I said. Okay, well, first of all, man, you got to be able to at least do one or two things. One, understand what black fear looks like at this point. Mm. How many people have, have died from a traffic stop? So when the, when the next young brother sees those lights, it ain't like it was 10 years ago, man, where you yeah. just thought, man, shit, they got me. I was speeding right through here. Yeah. You know, you you know what, what must be up? You know, oh, hey, oh, tail light out. Hey, get that fixed. No problem, man. Hey, drive home safely. And you thought, okay, no, woo, woo. okay, I walked away and there was no problem. But in this scenario, his whole thought was, how we could we could handle it differently, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say to him what I said to him to be better, yeah, to be clear, was one: you have to recognize and and, and understand, or at least have empathy for 
what has happened over the last five years, Mm -hmm. the number of deaths from traffic stops from unarmed people, and how I and how I stated in last week's podcast. Hey, did you see how the brother got out the car? First of all, first of all, okay. Well, to even get out, that's number. That's not bold. That's ignorant slash scared to death. Scared. He didn't get out and start running. Like he had some on him because that wasn't the case. This was a simple case of his registration with the license, mm-hmm. you know. So, so with the license plates. So this was going to be a ticket, bro. This is going to be a ticket, or please come to court. We get this straight, and it's going to be another eighty five dollars. And I'm trying to explain to, to Mike C. Look, man, we don't have enough examples of if it going right. Now, in most cases, we know it goes right. People, mm-hmm. people get home. But but when you have an outstanding number of uh, when when you have a tremendous amount of deaths that have happened mm-hmm. the way they've happened from basic traffic stops, this brother's going to jump the gun. He's going to react the way he's going to react because he's scared to death. He got out the car trying to explain himself from the beginning, and and the and, and so as I said, this part there's two parts to it. The second part is you have to own black trauma and what we've been through to get to this point. If you ignore that part, what you're saying is that doesn't matter. What you saw didn't impact you. What you've heard, you should just let go out the other ear. What you, you know, and and what you've had to to deal with, a la George Floyd, should just be something that you say to yourself: is man, that brother probably could have got, you know, he probably could have got went home. He just did A, B, or C, and there is no. A, B, or C, because my next comment to him was, the minute you say he did it wrong, mm-hmm. then let me please explain to you, Philando Castile oh, yeah. Yeah, had, I was had his girl driving the car. He wasn't driving. He's in the passenger seat. And she gets pulled over for not putting the signal on as she changed lanes. Once again, we'll get into that as I go into something deeper later. But... She gets pulled over because she didn't put her signal on for changing lanes, which leads to them saying, any drugs or weapons in the car? He says, I got weapons in the car, but I have a permit for it. Please, sir, let me see your permit. And he's shot get, retrieving the permit. So don't tell me about, which is what had me hot at the moment as we discussed it. I'm like, bro, how many times have we done it the quote unquote right, right way. way? We followed directions. We told you. And then yet we still resulted in a death. So there is no, I don't want people to walk away from the saying, all you got to do is, if you just listen, mm-mm, sounds great till you're there, till you can understand what's the temperament in the room or at the stop. And that matters. Yeah. So we all understand what dreams are. Um, what we don't, what we aren't able to communicate to other people is what our nightmares are. And when we're dealing as um, third class citizens, as black people in America, even though there are a few uh, billionaires out there, what you don't understand is the on the regular, you can't ever accept information as simply being this will work for you. Mm -hmm. And that's the hard part about being black in America. It doesn't matter what you've achieved. It doesn't matter what you have worked through. When that person who doesn't know you is pulling you over, they're seeing you anew in terms of who you are, but they are seeing you in multiplex in terms of how they perceive you. Mm. So they're seeing this person and this person just simply wants to say, I'm different. I'm different. And trying to show that to other people is a myriad. Like you can't 
say that as one thing. There's no way to simply say, because I remember we going through uh, the different stages of how do you react when you're getting pulled over? Um, so let's say in the 90s, you freeze, you stand still, you don't move, your hands on 10 and 2, 10 and, two yeah. and you just don't move. And then you get to the 2000s and it's like, okay, I already have my paperwork out. Okay, and then they think, oh, so you think I'm some type of asshole who's just going to mm-hmm. like shoot you? Mm-hmm. Okay, then you get to like the 2010s, and then it's like, okay, well, I have my hands out the window. And then you get to the 2020s, and then it's like, okay, I need to explain before I have actually done anything wrong that I'm not wrong, and I have a video out. And then they're mad because you have a video out. And now we're here and it's like, whatever you choose, there's an example of you dying quickly and disgracefully. And it doesn't matter. And it's all been seen on video from this point on. And there's no right answer. But someone who just simply wanted to say, hey, this is not what's going on. I just need to explain. You're just where you are with Philando Castile, where it's like, I gave you all the information. I told you what I was doing. I told you what I'm reaching for. At some point, it's either going to have to be a tag on a ring or your wrist that says exactly who you are and what you have been into. And even then, it's like, so now I can't grow from what's whatever is on my record? Mm. Yeah. Or it's something else. And at some point, we just have to acknowledge that we're human beings and if we can't acknowledge that then it's not going to matter what different choice we make yeah the choice is being made by the person with the gun damn yeah and, and, the, and the most clear example of that let's please let you get slide in but, but the most clear example of that is if we if we wouldn't if, if on a normal basis we heard mr so-and-so was also driving home an hour before that and he also went through an incident. But that doesn't happen. And I want to say Mr. So-and-so, meaning someone who's not black. Common white America. Right. And if that if that becomes the norm, then we can say to ourselves, oh, well, it's just a matter of it being the police mm-hmm. and not handling situations well. We are all enduring this, but we're not. And so when people want to, when we yell Black Lives Matter, no one could could even have the empathy for understanding. Do you understand what we're dealing with? We're being stopped for traffic issues and it's turning into death results. Why is the whole country not outraged? And so that goes to play a part as well. Sooner or later, you say to yourself, I don't even really have a sympathetic voice. There's not even, there's 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 no one who's even going to hear this story and tomorrow think, Man, that's a shame on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we came on the air, uh, KG and I were uh, speaking about um, our audience. Um, and um, shout out to Mike C again. Yeah, yes, sir. Because yes, sir. Uh, what, he's, what, he, what he did, what he has done is raise a dialogue mm-hmm. again to talk about it. So um, it's something that we all, um, even here on this uh, pod, we've all asked ourselves to question. Um, because you'd be an idiot if you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any way that this could have de- de-escalated? Um, but you see it again, like you said, with, it's, it's surprising after all these times. We're still talking about uh, 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 Castile. And, and, and 
we're seeing it over and over again. And we're wondering why does this have to end in death? And why and why is it that a routine stop can't be de-escalated to a, to a situation where people go home? And it's heartbreaking is what it is. But to Mike C, I, you know, he speaks for all of us. We, we try to do our due diligence to get down to the bottom of what could have been avoided. And we still get the same answer. It, we get no answer. Yeah. It, it's senseless deaths. That are, that are taking place and, and families that are forever being uh, torn apart. And, and it, it's just it's just unfortunate. It's, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like when I know it's not the exact same thing. Right. But it's kind of like when you have a you know woman and she gets assaulted, like sexually assaulted. She gets raped. And it's like, well, you know, if she would have acted a certain way or she would dress a certain way that she wouldn't have had that attention. It's like, no, the motherfucker who was going to rape her was going to rape her regardless. Right. You, you can't ask the victim. To do to do, to do that, you can't ask the victim. Well, what could you have done differently to not be in this situation? Sure. The aggressor is the one you have to deal with. You can't deal with the victim. You deal with the person who went into the situation and then escalated it and then had the bad intentions. You can't go with the person who was who was victimized. See, I, I didn't I didn't take what he said. Like to me, the traffic stop isn't exactly the the best example to use for what he's talking about because the traffic stop is this person is essentially <clears throat> innocent. There's no crime there's no something that they did to warrant uh being in that position as opposed to somebody that uh, uh, they robbed this guy or something that they running from the cops the cops catch up with him and then something happens that this person actually perpetrated mm-hmm. an actual crime and the officer's name is christopher shore Thank s-c-h-u-r-r you. christopher shore is the officer's whose name they withheld for the last two weeks but in this case mike mike she's basically trying to say you know if this guy didn't get out and run Hex, he might be still alive. And I'm like, you know how you just said might be? Do you understand you just said might be? Meaning, but if it was any other, someone else of another nationality, it seems like that's not an issue. And you want to know why it's not an issue? Because everybody else, every other group in America that ever has an issue, let it be somebody who's gay. And it was a gay issue. Then it becomes, hey, hold up, man. We're going to stop everything until y'all understand. They just disrespecting somebody who's, who's, who's living an LGBTQ whatever, right? So we already know that there are platforms. When they yell, they yell. In this case, why is the rest of America not uncomfortable with black men and women dying from traffic stops? And so if you ask me, why did I get out and run? Let me tell you why. Because... The African-American male, and this is just a male, but it, it, it actually, the study, right, they said a study is 3.5 times higher, 3.5, we were 3.5 times more likely to die at the hands of law enforcement than any of our other national uh, uh, counterparts. Demographic, yeah. So, if, if I'm 3.5, and see, here's the difference, in 2020, it was 3.23, in 2021, it was 3.2, it was 3.50. So it went up 0.27 in just 12 months. Mm. So that shows you there were an, an increase of, of, again, of unarmed deaths at the hand of the law enforcement. So let me ask you this. If I die 3.5 times more than everyone else, why don't you think I would run 3.5 times quicker? I would not listen or have that much more fear. 3.5 times more. Everything else is 3.5 times mm. as well. That part is not, and I get it. I know y'all, and most people didn't read the article. Hopefully you will. 
But part of the things we're going to start doing is being able to make sure we have the articles available because we do post them in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, we do. So you can get to them. And so you can read it yourself and get those facts and then repeat that and make sure other people around you are educated and have the knowledge and the details of the stories. But the point being, if that is the disproportionate rate that we die, why are you not giving us that same wiggle room when it comes to how we react to even being confronted by these people who 3.5 times more likely will kill us? The question is, does fleeing the, the, fleeing the scene of a crime, does that warrant death? But and this wasn't well, fleeing. Let's be clear. No, I'm just saying in general, as, as X is talking about. Right. I was just this is exiting action, the vehicle and having inner interaction yeah, turns into. Does, does that ultimately warrant a it, man's death? It's and, not supposed to. And, and, and but you forgot who they hired. We've gotten so comfortable with the idea of it because it's happened so many times. That's it. Well, that go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so there are a couple of things I want to throw out here. For one, I don't like using the term three point five. Because I'm using people, the math. No, 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 no. I'm standing. Okay, that, go ahead. Go ahead. Please just give me a little leverage here, because people don't really do math very well, and they don't understand what that means. Because three point five sounds really small. To people. Yeah, I, I got, see that. I got I you. See that. When you that. hear three and a half times more, you don't think thirty percent. You don't think that. You think three point five. So I want people to really understand, like. A third of the time, more than you, more than a third of the time, more than you, something tragic happens when we just exist in a typical stop. Right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, do you I understand you. just simply what I mean by that? I'm with you. I'm with so you. I want other people to hear it in that way. Beyond that, the simple fact that people trying to not even erase, because I don't want that to even be perceived as what America's intention is. America has no intention of erasing their history. They simply want to not speak on it. And the history that we grow up on from the last 400 to 500 years of how we've had to exist Mm -hmm. is simply exactly a reflection of the four to 500 years that they've existed and seen us in a certain way. So that doesn't mean you're a bad person as a white because you're white. It doesn't mean you're a bad person because your uh, former re- your relations own slaves. It simply means that you will never see me in the same way I see you, and not maybe never is the wrong way to put that. Well, it will it will take a absolute revolution of theories and understandings in the same way that uh, that uh, South uh, Africa did in terms of owning up to what we did. And what we did against you and how we need to uh, come back to a whole new understanding of how we are as people to get to that point. Mm. And if you are not willing to do that and you just simply want to roll on with things the way they are, then you will not be able to make people feel better about stepping into the same situations that we have had and be able to move forward. It's yeah, not possible. I, for, first of all, um, like Jay, I said, shout out to Mike C. I, I really appreciate him uh, sending this in and 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 giving us the the opportunity to have this dialogue and to let people understand where we're coming from. Because and this is my opinion. Um, I like the fact that you brought up, <clears throat> you know, having to recognize what's going on. Yeah. You can't repair what you don't recognize. Right. Right. So if you're constantly in this situation and then all of a sudden it becomes like second nature to you, like you kind of don't recognize you come numb to it that you're not going to recognize it. So you're like, all right, well, that's just the way it is. And then you can't repair it. This is something that has to be repaired. 
Just like you, you said, you said, you know, um, he said might survive. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be a difference if we're all supposed to be equal and we're all human beings and we're all the same under the law. There shouldn't be a higher time for anybody. There but shouldn't be a higher time for me doing anything. Should be. It shouldn't, shouldn't be, be a higher time for, for somebody of a different demographic to do anything. That's, no, that's not the way it should be. Correct. So until we get to the point where that's a truth then we have to recognize it and we have to address it that it's a problem. And we have to address it, the fact that the problem doesn't lie with the person who got victimized. Not the victim. The problem doesn't lie with them. And so we can't say, okay, well, what could you have done better? I understand where he's coming from because you want to have something, mm-hmm. right? You want to say, okay, well, I can't deal with the police because I can't talk to them. Like, I, you know, you can't just sit all the police down at one time and be like, why don't y'all act right? But as a society, you think, okay, what can we do? But like, even, you if, you. even well, if we're not explaining that to white America directly, if white America can't understand that more women are in the world than males, regardless of whatever color you are, at the very least, the women in the world should be able to understand no matter what color you are, that if people can't trust you when it comes to rape, when it comes to assault, then how much is that magnetized when it comes to black rape, black assault, mm, black everything else? Yeah, magnifies that, everything, yeah, yeah. Like, at least, at the very least, white women should be able to realize, oh, you know what? They just see me as someone they can just take. Well, someone who was taken as a whole culture and taken, you can't see the relativity to you. I don't understand why that can't be a thing, even though white men can be oblivious. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if y'all going to get worked up about what I'm about to say. But no, no, I got, I got it's to all say right. Let's go work Because the, the white folks that y'all talking about is going to say, why don't we have the same energy or why don't we care about black, black people killing black. black people? Okay. And oh, I'm, oh, I'm about to go there. I'm about to go there. And we have oh, what? actually why answered why, that before. Why, what was that? Let them say it. We got an answer? Let them say it. Yeah. Let them say it. Go ahead. Those folks are going to say, why don't we have the same energy about black folks killing black folks? Okay. And he just said that we had an answer yes. for that. So and I, 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 and let me I, say, I, I want to know what the answer so is. So let me tell you what else happened in, the, in my conversation with Mike C. So from there, I said, there's, without, without a doubt, what you can't do in having this conversation is you can't, you can't have it unless you go start from the beginning. And so from the beginning, what did they do? They decided to drive through with, them, with those trains in, in L.A. and stop those trains with those free guns. And they decided to give to people in this certain community that they had no connection to but said, I think you might need these weapons and they're free. Check out Kill the Messenger, the movie. Right. Definitely real shit. From there, now you got these people who are armed, and they go to the other side of the neighborhood and go, you know they got guns over there. Right. Y'all going to need something to protect yourself. Here's some free guns for you, too. Then they showed up with that dope. And again, we had the smack and all the stuff. We, we, we've seen Ray, right? But if you talk about true economics from the Colin Powell to the Ollie North to the selling dope for guns and the trading dope for guns and them deciding we have a new way to economically make a killing and at the same time incarcerate them as they fall victim to it. Because his initial comment with Mike C said, well, they didn't have to take it, no Hex. And I said, yes, they did, because they had nothing but despair. You had nothing but despair. Here, and here's, why, here, here's how I'm tied together. You remember how 
easy earlier in the week he put out the post with the with the group in Atlanta that's come up with this new park in Atlanta. Oh, for, they buying up uh, Bankhead. That yeah. Apple is putting up twenty five million. They buying up Bankhead. These three neighborhoods that used to be some of the worst projects in the in the area are now going to be some of the most plushest, nicest areas in the, in Atlanta, right downtown. And I said, why did they choose anyone to invest when when Negroes still live there? If you didn't want it to be trash, why did you treat it like it was trash? Why only once you put white folks in that same area are you now willing to have a nice-ass shopping center around the corner? You didn't think we could handle something nice? You didn't think we could appreciate something that was clean? You didn't think we would be able to take care of something that you ever actually invested in our livelihoods? But you never do. And what they've sold America is, what we did is we made it safer. That's that fake-ass gentrification shit. We made it safer, and so the people who moved in, and I'm gonna tell you, hold on, let me, let me, uh, uh, we, we can go there, but I'm, I'm saying the notion of how they they sell you on the idea. Oh, what do we've it. done in this new community is we've taken out the crime and the drugs, and now you see these new cobblestones, and don't you feel better about yourself and what we did? And I, and the answer is no, because you could have put the same investment in when the old people who used to live there lived there. The reason they were selling dope because they didn't have no jobs. The reason they were selling dope is because they didn't have no opportunities. The reason they was willing to risk their lives is because you didn't invest in giving them chances to do anything other than what they did have. And so what do people fall victim to doing when they don't have opportunities or don't see what the, what's going to be what, if the grass will be green on the other side is they take chances and they risk it they risk their lives because of despair the lottery okay me, okay go ahead because I, I sent y'all the article about the about the brute and thugs i'm yeah, about to go there absolutely okay. so <clears throat> with the uh black on black crime thing right i've heard this argument before i've heard this actually directly from people Mm-hmm. Right, you're gonna do what I was about to do. So. You see, you see, no, so you know, know. you know. Had set them up, set so, them up. <laughs> black on black crime is a myth. Let's yes, just let's just start with yes, that. It is. Anybody who says if you say the term black on black crime is bullshit because it's not when when black on black crime happens, you don't kill a motherfucker because they're black. You kill them because of proximity. Close proximity. Right, you kill them because of proximity. So when you're in a situation with a law enforcement officer or somebody of power, when they see somebody, it's not because of proximity. They have the intention and the 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 malice. The malice towards your color. Even if they don't mean even if they don't it's subconscious, they don't even know. But even if they if they see you in that situation, their attitude and their uh their demeanor towards you is different. Was when you have somebody built up before before you got there. Hold there on, you go. It's derived by right, four things. Your behavior, how they perceive you, your appearance, what you're wearing, your location, where are you? People got shot down here, so we're going to act like this is where we can do anything to anybody. And then last is the lifestyle. Yes. So so, a, so those things, those things like factor into it when it comes right. to a, a person in a position of power versus somebody that's black. Black on black crime doesn't work that way. You have a personal issue or it's a location or something going on. You don't do it because of their skin tone. You don't do that. They don't say white and white crime. It's not Asian on Asian crime. There's not Mexican on Mexican crime. I'm sorry if it's Latin. I don't know. But they, you don't have that type of crime. So that's one thing. Right. Another thing, it comes to a position of power. Right. So when you have a person, let's say I, I like to talk in parables. I'm talking a parable. Right. So say you got one child and you got another child and they fight. Right. And they fight. They're brother, two brothers. They fight all the time. The parents going to break it up. Mm-hmm. Right? You got two kids fighting. Okay, the parents step in. They break it up. When the parent who is in power starts to fuck the kids up on a regular basis, who steps in? 
That's the same thing with the police. Who is going to step in when the police decides that they want to fuck you up? Who steps in? When you have uh, two people who are, I'm, I'm not going to say black on black, we have two people who are on the same power structure, social economics level, and they're fighting. The police come, you know, you have uh, different agencies, people come to take care of it, to, to handle it. Mm-hmm. When you have the police to do that, well, who takes care of it? That's why it's different. You don't. That's why it's different. And that's what's, that's what's leading to us calling them bad apples. Because some of us do get home, and some of us don't. But the ones that don't is because we actually have people who don't understand that. And, and, and I'm going to put this out there. It's not every officer's fault. Hell no. Because the system set it up so that you do perceive people in a certain way. They have taken the African-American male and, again, made us into thugs. Mm-hmm. Super predators. Right. Made us into super predators and now we want to go, a vote for Joe Biden because he's better than the work, than the knucklehead, right? Yeah, and then, but yeah, well, who are we still dealing with? The guy who called us a super predator but who's also the one who's more than very aware about how them drugs got into the community. Mm. The first batch. Yeah. The first one. When you gave yeah. it to us for free. If, are we telling the truth? And what did I say before? You know you can't sell dope without without the popo. So I'll say this. Anywhere in the country. Jay, Jay I want to say this too. Um, basically, there's been a narrative that's been staged. So anytime you hear that word narrative to me, or optics, mm. to yeah. me there's deception in those two words. I because there's I a he, truth. There's a truth. Yes, yes, so why would, why would there need why to is, be a narrative? Why is there narrative? And, 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 and if you notice... The opposition, they always speak about a narrative. They always speak about optics and the way it looks. Well, if, if, you're, doing, if you're doing the right thing, if it's truth involved, those You don't two, need to worry about narratives. Those, mm. words, wouldn't, those words wouldn't arrive. Mm-hmm. But, but you're seeing those words come up more and more in our vocabulary, mm-hmm. almost like we're living in a fairy tale land as opposed to what's reality. Mm-hmm. And that's where the scary part's coming in. So it kind of feeds into what you're saying. These, the, the, these, these narratives and optics have been built up over a period of time, so we're seeing something that's actually an illusion, and we're going, we're going firing at it. Right. And that's, that's why the, the, the ground was ripe for 45. Right. right. Oh, that's, what appeal, that's what his appeal was. Remember, right. you guys, the, the, the fascism, that, that everybody's just clinging yes. on to what this guy, this one person... Yes. In, in a democracy, everybody's clinging on to what this, or not everybody, but a certain segment of people are just clinging on to whatever this guy says. What yeah. this guy says is the gospel. We need to follow this guy. Right. It, it's just, it's mind-blowing. I haven't heard, I haven't, the word, I haven't heard the word autocracy more in the past few years. That's what I keep hearing, autocracy, autocracy. I'm like, oh, are we there? Like, is that what? Well, they tried to use that when Obama became president. And they wanted to say at that point we were post-racial. That's how they called it. They called it a post-racial era. To say anything that is regarding racism and the downfall of of America in its negative um, depiction of its past is gone. You want to remember the last time they used those words? Was when JFK was brought in because they were worried about the Catholic Church taking over America in terms of what we were going to do politically, mm. and see when you because say they, when you say they, put a put a name on that they. Yeah, just think about it. We were worried about the we were worried about are, <laughs> the religion and 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 the state merging because there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. Even though the people the who even though the people and, who actually move like that are the GOP right now, yeah, and they certainly aren't trying to separate. They're trying to use religion oh, to bring people together. Thank you, one thousand percent. Yep, yep, yep. yep. What? Or at least white 
mm. white Christians together. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. don't call them Christians. Just call them white uh, religious ideologues, religious uh, nationalists, nationalists. Thanks. That's accurate. Because because Christians means that you actually believe in Christ. You follow Christ. And you follow the tenets of Christ. Uh, In order to do that, you would actually have to reach out to people who are outside of the people that they reach out to. And care about the poor. So let's be clear. Let's not ruin the Christian name by dealing with people who have nothing to do with what Christ would actually do. I'm rocking with my brothers right now. I'm just rocking with my brothers right now. When they call us thugs and brutes, they have decided that... Hold up. Be clear and say again where you put that, that it's in the in the discord oh because they the, need to the read that to yeah, really yeah. understand what you're saying it's a long article when you say thugs and brutes put that out there for but it's in depth and it's true and it's factual and it's research it's one million percent great yeah. and constantly referencing where they get their information from who did the study that they did and it's and it's telling you that's why i said it, you know, there's so much blame that doesn't fall on the hands of white police officers. Absolutely. They don't realize. Have you ever watched, you watched one of these old shows back in the day, sitcom, where the person's been hypnotized, right? And so the show goes on, but 20 minutes later, the word triggers, and then, then the person yeah, does the yeah. thing and behaves however they're supposed to be. They, they react however they react. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening to what I, I believe is a lot of good white folks who have committed crimes or turned a blind eye to crimes committed to us. What's happened is you're a decent person, but what happens is because you keep seeing us on law and order as as the culprit, mm-hmm. because you keep seeing us walking the perp walk at the 10 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news, I was getting on my mother the other day. She was like, what's going on in D.C.? Right. There's another stab and another shoot. And I said, Ma, you don't understand. Violent crime is down 30 percent. So when I tell you it's going down for the last 30 years. And I said, so the truth is, in the 60s, when you was coming up, it was the worst that it was ever. But now you have avenues that tell you what's happening around Mm. the world. Pronto, immediately before you were going to get a copy of the Seattle Gazette. You didn't know what happened in that town. It had to be something so tremendous. That's why I made the world news or the country's news, nationwide news. And that's and so what happens is you didn't realize you were falling to this pigeonhole of where information even comes from. And it forms your thought process as to what's happening. And I'm saying to her, so there's not more crime in D.C. than it's ever been. It's less crime, but you're hearing about it more. And in this case, what I'm saying is there are people who don't realize you're being triggered because, over the last 30, 40 years, you kept seeing us as the one that was saying bitches and hoes. You were seeing us as the ones that were in colors and wearing red or blue. And yeah. you were seeing us as the people who were fighting at the club. And you were seeing us as the people who were having these children out of wedlock or too young and unable to support us. But you weren't seeing how we weren't put in a position to have employment. You weren't seeing how they stopped us from having good schools that were going to put you in a position to educate because that's what the article's going to break down, how at the end of the day, if you had a better opportunity for a future, then you'd have a better opportunity for a future. But your mind says, what's wrong with these people in this community? And you never say to yourself, why won't someone simply invest in this community? So the kid you call a knucklehead, he's not one. He's just a person who's dealing with the reality 
with the reality of someone who's never invested in them. All right, so I'm going to make this real quick. Uh, as long as we have been around, we confuse ourselves and delude ourselves into not understanding what the dark ages were. People are so confused into forgetting about when we were bloodletting people for simple diseases, when we were doing so many things that happened in putting cocaine in Coca-Cola. All the simple things that we have confused ourselves into the simple fact that we just simply know more about what's going on around us. Mm -hmm. We confuse ourselves into believing the fact that, oh, it's worse now. No, it's not. It's so much better. I cannot put this into better words to explain to y'all that it is so much better now than it ever has been in the fucking world. I need you to really understand the simple fact that because you see more, does not change it's the worse. fact yeah. that it is so much better, better. than it it's ever has been. Yeah. Fuck what the GOP is telling you. Fuck what anybody else is telling you. All the numbers tell you in the same way that Kevin Samuels tells you about how everything else is different. Uh, once you actually understand the numbers, please, and I'm not a red pill. I'm just trying to explain to y'all. If you actually look at the numbers, you will actually see reality. And it's not what you perceive. It's not the fact that you can see more. It is different and we live in a much better society and people need to really understand the fact that people are not having your back simply because, hey, you know this one thing? Yeah, that's why you're on my side and why you ought to be in my box. No, they're trying to get your vote. They're trying to get your money. They're trying to get an advantage over you. Mm -hmm. They don't give a fuck about you. Please understand, if you just simply stand up for your beliefs, you will find yourself in the best and biggest boat that is ever out there. That's it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so I know when we drop this podcast, y'all going to get it on uh, Tuesday at 530. I promise you. I promise you I'm going to have it on time. I promise you. Um, but the day that we record this today uh, is the 30th anniversary of the L.A. riots. Uh, so you have to look around and ask yourself um, how much progress we've made, right? Haven't made where we need to go, where we are. And yeah. let me tell you, I had, I, I hate to jump this, but throw this in, but I told Mike Siester, man, look, you see, don't forget that somebody profits from us suffering too. You know, saying so they make money, man. When we end up in this independent penitentiary system, they make money off of them flip flops and them they out do. in the uniforms and the calling cards and the mess hall and putting money on your books and paying restitution. You know, and only once, only once they started losing money in them private prisons did they stop. So, but hate in your heart is real, mm. and fear is just as real. It is. It is. Jr. Take it. I, I just want to say something in closing, man. Uh, Mike C. Man, thanks again. A shout out to you. Yes. Because you got us you got us talking, man. And and I would be lying to you if I told you I didn't think some of the thoughts he thought um, you know, and had to be educated we myself. All do. On yeah. it. We all and, do. Yeah. We all do. And and I encourage him to continue listening and continuing to give us his feed, his input and, and, and see how we all are evolving in all of this. Yeah. Questions uh, lead to answers. Uh info at udkpodcast.com. Let's go. If you got questions, if you want to say something, if you feel like one of those full of shit, if you feel like I'm full of shit, please send an email so I can so I can address it. I would love to. Um, and not to fight with you. We over. I'm not gonna promise. Uh, we over. Um, we gonna take a break. Mm-hmm. We got. We actually uh, cooked out for the second time, and I gotta give me some chicken. It's called hungry. the UDK 
Q too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we go. Uh, we nice. go fill up on some drinks, some good food, and we back. Hex, give me one. U D K. Trying to make a plan. I ain't trying to think ahead. I ain't worried about what's right. Cause you're right here in my bed. I ain't even trying to have no issues. I ain't even saying that I miss you. It's what we make it. It's what I'm saying. It is what it is. Shout out to Kia right, so, man. So our record company starts when? <laughs> man. Because we, we put on too many people. The we ribbon cutting is coming. But Kia, yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah, you, we sure. about to snatch these folks. Kia, boy. Shout out to Kia, man. Tatter, shout out to Kia. Tatter, tatter, tatter. Tatter. Yes, yes, That's yes, super yes, dope. Yes, yes, I thought so. Um, So that was another back-to-back. I haven't done it in a while, but I feel like she deserved it. I haven't played her for a while, so... I want to play a couple records to remind y'all how dope she really All I'm is. She's special. Sub- she is sub sub ten G follows records is coming. That's oh, yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, sub <laughs> sub ten G records. Sub ten. Sub ten like records. That. Oh man, we back. We back. We back. We bike. Um. Mm. Uh, so that was refreshing. <laughs> that was refreshing. That was refreshing. Uh, so we have uh the the first segment really well. You know what I'm saying? We want to switch it up a little bit. We want to keep y'all uh, engaged and focused on what's going on in the political spectrum. Um, Irv, take us through some of the uh, some of the developments that have happened with uh, 45 and, and, and the Sixers' attempt to uh, to I guess steal wrangle the elections. Cats. Yes, <laughs> wrangle the <laughs> wrangle these cats. Take us through it. 
Yeah, so the information about your man Kevin McCarthy has come out where he was having some conversations at or around January 6th that don't reflect what his feelings on uh, January 6th are Mm. right now. First of all, he actually said in real time or at that time that this was the end for 45 and that he was going to go to him and ask him to resign. Mm. You know, there was really nothing else you can come back from. And he also said that there were some other... Uh, accomplices, so to speak. <laughs> I like um, that. I like that. That you know they were basically inciting that the country was a, basically a powder keg, and 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 what they were saying at that time wasn't helping. And that actually was was leading to a a, a, a worse situation mm. than it already was. Y'all fucking and, up the money. And he said them by name. Specifically, right. he mentioned Mo Brooks from Alabama. He mentioned Matt Gates, Gates. from yeah. Florida. He mentioned Lauren Bobert from Colorado, and he lists. Mentioned uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia. <clears throat> I, I think he may. Have, it, it, I think it was some others in there, but those are the ones that I remember. For the sure. main, the main yeah, dummies. Yeah, mm-hmm. The and main dummies. Like I said, all, all, all of that now just seems like that was just make believe or something that didn't even happen because he is right back fully on 45's coattails, and, and, and they said they had a conversation with forty five, and forty five wasn't upset at all because no. uh, apparently because McCarthy didn't follow through on what he was. Saying he was going to do at the time. Now, right. when you said coattails, I think you misspoke when you meant nutsack. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I just thought I was. I'm telling you, I want to clarify. I think that the there's like you know how you gotta you gotta do something to get in the club. I think the, what you got to do in this case <clears throat> is you have to publicly get caught lying, know it, everyone know it, and then you got to to get in the game. You got to go. I ain't do that. I can take this back. I don't care how many times they play the video. I can roll all play the audio. I, you know, I think they look what they've done with with the Capitol building. It wasn't, you me. know, what I'm saying? like he, he's like, we got to calm this down. We got to do something before it gets out of out of hand. It wasn't me. He's literally up to like his third or fourth straight up denial. Like I, right. I didn't say any of this. The media has it wrong. They're misquoting me, and then they play exactly what he said. He said he still doubled he, down on Because he tried to come out today and say, or yesterday and say, I was trying to be hypothetical. Hypothetical. Oh That's my God. I'm looking for. It, everything about the comments he made were first person, here's what we need to do. Because of what they've already done and what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. And he's like, no, I got caught. <laughs> Dang. And they were like, but you know what? There's a way out. There's a way out. You know, so you saw John Wick. There's a way out. You can get back. And his way out is, oh, no, no. You got to go publicly to in front of everybody. And just tell them, you ain't do it. I think, but you know what? The, the, the weird thing to me. And see how it plays out. The, the weird thing to me is, first of all, he seemed like he had, it was a moment of clarity. There was a split second where he was like, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. What's but then Mm-mm. he rolled that shit right back. As soon as yeah, as soon as it got out, he rolled that shit right back. What's different? Well, actually, it's, it's real different. This is the same thing. It's almost the same thing that Lindsey Graham did, except Lindsey Graham went on the house floor and said his and shit said with the TVs rolling. So yeah, and then the next day after he got confronted in the airport, all of a sudden it was a change of heart. And then I also added in something in the group chat today about what Sean Hannity did about the exact oh. same way. But anyway, like oh, so we yeah we we just we just found out Sean Hannity was pretty much the, the chief of staff. Well, they said he was. But he was a shadow chief of staff. Chief of staff. Well, well, anyway. well, he was bitch chief of staff first, and then he got you know promoted 
to you know what I'm saying above chief of staff. But I mean, yeah, yeah, same thing. The whole the whole situation when I, when I first started watching it, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm thinking is okay, who? So I'm, I'm sure all the, the the tapes are recorded, mm-hmm. right? All yes. tapes are recorded. Oh yeah. What did you do to have somebody leak this shit? Because I know that the New York Times got it and somebody gave it to them for them story. Yeah. But who broke ranks and was like, uh, you know what? I got this. I got this recording real quick. If you want, whose side did that? Well, some of them were lawyers. Some of them were lawyer things that because they're in court for so many things that got leaked because they're out there. And but then the, the defense is like, oh well, if we're not going to. But the New York Times got it though. The New York Times got it. So who sent it to the Times for it to give? Because they got a book coming out. They got a whole right. series coming out That's about what, about McCarthy and that and there call. Will be, and there are more tapes. They've right, already made that clear. So who was the one that was like, "Hey man"? But that's what I mean. That's a million when question. you're when you're in when discovery goes out there, then not only your friends but your enemies also are open to discovery. And if something just get leaks for, leaked from there, whether that's part of someone in the legal system or someone who's actually a part of the two different So you parties. don't even think it was them? You think it was no, I'm just saying some of them. Okay. I can only speak okay. for some of them okay. that were part of legal proceedings. Okay. But I, my whole thing was like, okay, who leaked this? What did you get? And what changed it? Like, did, did, the, did, the, did the purse get closed? Like, did you stop getting who's your screw- payoff? Who, you're trying to ask, who's Cruz McDuckin in the Caribbean right now? Like, oh, yeah, bitches, I'm back swimming in this cash. <laughs> it was a, it was a, there was another article that I read that said that Bobert and MTG had to be separated because they were, it looked like last month. Yeah, and they yeah, were getting yeah. into it. So it's like, hold on, wait a minute. And then you got Cawthorn and you got McCarthy. It's like, you see these sides now. Like, you see sides. So it's like, well, okay, so... Are we wasn't like a, a, a Republican civil war about to happen? Yeah, so the, the Bobert and the MTG thing was because apparently Bobert doesn't like to be uh, lumped in to the same category as MTG, and she what? was actually giving MTG some business about her participating in the white nationalist uh, thing with the what? Meet, the yeah, that, that's, I, I was that. kind of taken aback by that too. So. But that's that was supposed to be allegedly that was the, supposed to be the genesis of the argument that they had. But the next day they were both on the floor. Uh, heckling Yo, um, stupid shit about Biden, yeah, Biden yeah. at the State of the Union. So, I mean, how how big could have it really been? But is it? Oh my God! So another thing that, that so researching this, you know, how, like when you research something, like the related article come all that shit. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Bobert used some of her campaign donations to pay her rent for a while. Like, yeah. I, yeah. W- 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 where does the line stop? You don't do that. There's no line. I don't handle <laughs> donations. <laughs> I don't handle donations. No, my, my bad. <laughs> I mean. There, there's no honor amongst thieves. I mean, there's no. I mean, it the, can't be. I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. But if there's no honor among thieves, then what do you expect of devils? Like, like, like See, because be here, here's I think what, what's happening. It's like a real. It's a real turf war because the truth is they agree on so much, but the but there has to be two sides. The other thing I thought, why why must there be two sides? Like like from the beginning, like why are we? Ha- why is there two sides? Why is it like one group and there's just like stuff we haven't figured out yet? It's actually it's, it's two sides officially, but they're actually like four. There are they're like more four. No, they're more than that. No, but but in, in general, there's four. It's I think extreme, they're four sides. It's extreme left, right? We got kind of left, kind of right, and an extreme right. Like it's we, four sides. I think, sides think, and we think everything sides. functions on the center circle of yes. both a little uh, bit of yes, both. Right. I think there are like four sides of the GOP by itself. 
And then on the liberal side, there are like at least two sides where there are people who are just going along to, to get along. And then there are people who claim that they are going to be strident and make new about what's going on. And they either lack the power or the star power to make anything out of it. And I, I don't know which one that is. And that's just me, I agree. my perception. I, I completely agree. Because what I was going to say is with, with with Kevin McCarthy, what you saw is he's decent. He, he underneath, the, underneath underneath all that, that bullshit. Yeah. Play game he has to yeah. do to, to be even to get in the building. He's decent. And when he's talking to somebody who else who's also decent, yeah. he was telling them something that was, was real. real. Yeah. And, the, and they're stuck. But the truth is, the mask is off. And that's what the GOP is upset about. Because now they're like, they're going to find out that it's like you just finished. You just finished saying it. It's four groups. There's one group that is straight up racist, old school, Ku Klux Klan, Dixie South. They don't care. Not trying to work with anybody. They want it their way. And we're bad because we have black people on our side, minorities on this side. Mm-hmm. So they're inside that. That's one group. There's a second group that's like, you know what? We are we're rich and we're about our power, and unfortunately, and anyone can get in this club if they have the power and the money. And guess what? And there's some people with some power, and money who are a part of that that Ku Klux Klan negative. No matter what they say, no matter what we try and work out, they're in that same group. But but I gotta line up with them because that's what it is. Because I'm not gonna be with you. And then there's the next group that's like, you know what? They're disillusioned. That's the one that keeps voting against their own interests. But mm-hmm. there's the one, that's the one that the media keeps showing you black people in a negative light. That's, even yeah. though when they suffer, they're like, hold on, we use more food stamps than anybody in this county. And they can't even grasp. They playing you. You're not getting any of that pie. And, but they're still loyal and they vote that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the idea as to how Kevin McCarthy gets caught says to everyone, what would have been funny is if you would have said it wasn't even me. He might as well have said that wasn't me. Because for him to say, uh, I don't know where it came from, because he's not saying it's a fake tape. He's not saying uh, that's not what happened. He's just trying to say, no, I was being hypothetical. But if you listen to the the actual tape, which he knows everyone's going to do, now he's leaving it up to like almost like a, it's a personal choice how you see it. Throw it out there. You missed the first 10 minutes where I was talking about how we could have done this. But now they just put out some. It's edited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's edited. Kevin it's Shaggy really McCarthy is who he is. Shaggy. <laughs> you know, it's okay. You know, we, we, we have lost our way. Um, and uh, just as the entire country, we've lost our way. But we talked about the common good last week. And mm. I mean, if and that's the way, if we've derailed to get back on. If But if for some reason, that just seems so hard to yeah. think about the common good but, and not these narratives that we're going down the road. Well, you know what? We 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 said a couple pod, pods ago, the only way to actually get somewhere is if you have uh you have a genuine love for the country mm-hmm. between both parties, right? So, if you're willing to say this behind closed doors and then in front of the cameras, you're like, "Oh, I didn't say that or that wasn't me or, you know, it's out of context, you misconstrued." How do you really love the country? It's like having a, a woman at home and being like, "Yeah, baby, I love you." And we get home like, "I don't know who she is. Right. I don't know what the fuck." It's the same <laughs> shit, but we're falling for it. Oh, not we. But there's certain there's a a big segment of America that's falling for it that's willing to accept the fact that this dude does not believe the bullshit that he's giving you. He's he he, he just wants to be 
Speaker of the House, and he is that's he it, is it. willing to do and say anything. anything to get him to that point. When people are so focused on their future, they won't ever give a fuck about how they get there, and that's where we're kind of stuck. I right see. Now, I see you saying yeah. as, as a country is that it's not even that the most staunch and loud people. Well, I won't say that the loudest people are still the most ignorant, but the most staunch people who are saying various things are still sitting in uh, restaurants and uh, pool halls and drinking spots in Washington, D.C., enjoying themselves with people that they wholeheartedly disagree with on TV. Mm. And they are all sitting around each other and they're drinking with the same ladies of the night and they're all sitting around spending the same money together and I'm just speaking this to be truthful about people who don't know about what DC really is. Right. Sometimes like, I almost when, envision it's like, you know, how wrestlers, how it's it's oh, not real. Yeah. So to imagine if you've is. seen the fit, like you've seen Andre the Giant hanging out and they're having dinner and it's like, hold on. But that's what it is. That's you with Hulk Hogan. He just brushed your head on. If any of you who are not from here would be at Old Abbott's Grill they're playing at the game. 11 o'clock. When they're about to close or whatever the time is, they're about to close on a regular Wednesday or Tuesday. You're going to see the same people sitting in the back who scream at each other violently on CNN, Fox News, everything else every day, even on the House floor. These people don't really hate each other. They are imitating things that will work against you because you will reelect them. There there is one. For the most part, and not right. for everyone. The, I don't want to be. Cl- the, there is one Mr. person. Shrew. There is one person recently that has has breached that contract. Marjorie. No. Oh, I'm sorry. There are a few. Cawthorn. Oh yeah. Madison Cawthorn. So Madison Cawthorn came out and said that he had got invited to these cocaine orgies and he was he was feeling shit. They, would, they did cocaine in front of him. He said right. And so McCarthy and I, I thought it was funny because the same the same person who lied to y'all and said that he didn't say what he said on his recording. The same person who said that came up and said he's lost my trust. It's like hold on, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna say he's lying. If somebody said I invited them to a cocaine orgy, I'm gonna be like, this motherfucker's lying. And I said they lost my trust. Not lying. lying. Right. Right. I'm like, he's a liar from the pit of hell. But if the shit was real, I'm gonna say this motherfucker lost my trust. (laughs) (laughs) He lost my check. Our relationship would never be the same. Did you do it? That's beside the point. (laughs) But see what they're dealing with. See with the group that that there's an ongoing battle with. The GOP does a thing where they're they're always saying, "I know you're up to something." So when you tell me something bad about my guy, it's because it's something you're up to. It's never going to be. They didn't do what they said they were going to do. They did exactly what we said they did do. It's ne- it's just It just cannot be embraced. And it doesn't matter how embarrassing it looks. They're right, right in front. Look at Mitch McConnell. Matter. Mitch McConnell was serious as a heart attack. Trump, hey, it's time for him to be packing up. Next thing you know, hey, if he's running again, I'm with him. <laughs> yep. Cause it's like, where's the money? Who's who, who's paying for the buffet this week? Oh, oh, oh! Then I'm, yeah, hey, I'm with well, you. Say the war chest, bro. These jokers got the war chest. So shameless in what they doing, man. Yes. It was like, I, I don't care how much I lie. I don't care how hypocritical I am. You are going to do whatever the fuck we say we want y'all to do. You going to fall in line because 
uh, to them, there's a greater good. Like, like, like Hex was saying, it, it, there's supposed to be two sides. But when you got one side that's demonized, the other side to the point where they are an enemy of the country. Yes. What is the what is the upside? <laughs> what what is what is the benefit for Democrats? For if if the United States it demises, mm. what is the upside for the demise of the United States for Democrats? The same it would be for Republicans. Republicans exactly. Fucking right. nothing. This, right. this, this, this is a all of us have to find a way to live here together. Yeah. And, and exactly after that, I want to bring up <laughs> the corny thing that other people will forget about in other situations, but I want to remind you about it because we're talking about doomsday scenarios. And the whole thing is about zombie apocalypse. Because we have all talked about for years, especially on this program, about what would end racism, the zombie apocalypse. What would end when people are worried about poor and rich, the zombie apocalypse. The thing that changes everything, and zombie apocalypse is just a point of reference to talk about uh, what essentially is uh, nuclear obliteration. That's never the option. <laughs> the option is everything short of that because we all dying doesn't work out for anyone. Right. But we can all fight to the death and at least look like we're fighting to death on TV about anything until it comes to the point where there is an actual bigger uh bigger enemy out there yeah. so zombie apocalypse is the same thing as alien invasion and i, I won't and it just simply means that if you can have one thing that we all can agree on that'll work but otherwise I, I won't i won't I, I agree with you that if there's a existential threat if there's something that's bigger than everything else that we can come together much better way to put it when you got the situation that they all feel is uh an existential threat like ukraine and russia okay they come together quick they be like all right look we gotta send them some money so take a vote real quick. Yes, 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 yes. All right, we're gonna send some money. That's cool. When it's something like student loans, for well, us, that's not when it comes to when it comes to something that feeding the poor because of so right. many homeless and so many, you know, what I'm saying, mm -hmm. veterans who are downtrodden and don't have, you know, proper insurance and all of that mental health. Well, we got to fight about that shit. But when it comes to something that they agree on, all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, we can do that. That's when you when, when you when you talking about money for the people at home. All of a sudden, that's when you see Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. Yeah. They pop up. Yeah, they pop I, up. I have not seen either one of them say anything about the benefit packages that have gone to the Ukraine at all. No. At Neither all. one. My wife brought up something really quickly to me um, with one of her friends from Puerto Rico, and she was just simply saying that. Uh, you look around the world, if you travel around the world, um, you see stray dogs. And we were on a trip where there were lots of straight, stray dogs. Um, <clears throat> and she was saying, but in America, you see people living on the streets. You don't see mm. dogs living on the streets. Yeah. Uh, in the same way. Let's put it in perspective. Not in the same way, because we don't give a fuck about people. But when it comes to animals, we curtail that so quickly we put up shelters everywhere for animals and make sure that it's just done behind closed doors even if it's about killing them or uh or whatever it is we just take care of that differently but when it comes to actual people let them live under the bridges yeah our, our priorities our priorities have never been people as a country our priority has never been people it's always been the system it's always been the way that things go. Yeah. We have to protect that. I was telling um one of my coworkers last week, they were like, you know, how come 
we keep sending all this money to Ukraine, but we can't help people here. And, you know, people who are here are poor, they need to help. And I'm like, them being poor is a part of the system. Yep. Like, I know it's kind of hard for, you know, it's, for it's us to admit it, yes. but poor people are part of the system. They're constructed into what's going on. People mm-hmm. talk about um, universal income. I'm like, no. No, never, this system never. does not work the way that the people who are in power want it to work. The system doesn't work See, with pe- everybody being okay. It doesn't work. We're we're the superpower, and the truth is, we're supposed to set the example. Supposed to, right? It was a time if something went wrong, mm-hmm. we went and squared it up so you everyone knew we were going to make it right. Here, we now have a new temperament. Who's complaining? We don't. We don't want our boys going over there. We don't want to lose any more lives, mm-hmm. but we still want to be superpower. We still want to set the tone. The bullies can't come through and just take a country, dictate what they want to do. That's what we're supposed to do. But now we're not willing to sacrifice. So what is the sacrifice? We got some money. And what Putin said, hey, you better stop giving them stuff. And what are they like? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for giving. We know we can go by. We know who to holler at. They know how to get in touch with uh, um, Dick Cheney. They need weaponry. Mm-hmm. They know what to do. And so, Blackwater, hit them with the hit them with the money. Appease society with the we didn't put lives in jeopardy. We just got out of Afghanistan with the weapons of non destruction, not mass, not non existence. Mm. The weapons of non existence. That's yeah. what I've been saying. Mm. So what we're dealing with is the same way we have mass mandate. I don't want to. I don't feel like it. There's a certain group that's setting the tone for everything. They shouldn't be reading those books. Same group setting the tone for everything. They are trying to do it. They are pulling a a trifecta in front of us all at the same time, Mm -hmm. keeping us all split on on a different issue. Y'all over there yelling about abortion. You too distracted to be worried about this border. Y'all yelling about the border. You too distracted to be worried about this math book thing. Mm -hmm. And and so if you keep us all in in, in a jumble, then they can they can get it all because they're they already have a, a an ultimate an ultimate goal, and that is proceed no matter what. Yep, they already had a black president, thugs and thugs, uh, 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 brutes and thugs. We already had a black president, so that, again, there's some people who are upset, and the tone is being set at the same time right in front of everybody's eyes. Yep, and you and 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 a person who is in a position like McCarthy is willing to to tap dance and you know do whatever they need to do even after they get caught they're still willing to appease that one small particular group cuz don't don't get it twisted they small it's they're concentrated what, it's they, almost what you're going to do about it thank you Say they're concentrated but they're small but he's willing to appease <clears throat> that small concentrated group of people the loud even, minority even yep. after he gets caught with some shit even as he caught with something it's like Nah, but, but baby, I love you. How easy? How, <laughs> nah, okay. baby, I love okay. you. So, so, so again, in, that, in that, how easy is it to get that <clears throat> loud minority back because they have no other options? When I say that, I want you, I want you to really understand what I'm saying. Like, there is no one half as powerful as you. So, therefore, where do they go to look for the next one? Marjorie is Marjorie. Like, she's not going to be but so powerful. She's going to be loud. And as long as she's backed by the right people, mm. she sounds like she's powerful. But we've talked about it on how many different episodes, how she's off of every different group that is 
in the Congress. And she has a district. She has shit. She's a, she has a and district. And it's a shitty district She has a that. district. She's not a senator. She has a no. district. She has one district. She's a congresswoman out of how many other congresspeople. Sure. She is no one. But again, she's loud and she is put in places on the news because people want to say as if she's someone powerful. Well, she's setting off grenades and we have a a media that's drawn to grenades. And and anyone in our lifetime, we've seen the people who set off grenades. They're not the people out of New York. They're not the people, aside from like the Giuliani's, Mm -hmm. who have fallen from the New York talent. They're not from... uh, Metropolises, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not that's, from that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like the people who have to set up these bombs, for lack of a better term, and I'm sorry for the people who lost their lives, but they're in the Minneapolis's, they're in the uh, Iowa's, the Wisconsin's, the San Di- the San, uh, the um, South Dakotas. They're, they're not in Metropolis. They're the ones from Smallville. Exactly. Very well put. And that's the thing because it's it's strategic. If they wanted everything to actually be about what the power was about, they would flex where they had power. You would flex right under D.C. with Virginia if you really wanted to make a point. You don't do that. You hide that sneakily and really quietly and well-spoken about, hey, you know, we're just worried about our kids. We want want the parents to have some power. But down in Mississippi, fuck that shit. Florida, nah, Fuck all that. We 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 need to get back our schools. Yeah. Like you do that shit differently where you are. And that's strategic. That mm. is not by happenstance. Yeah. You better yeah. know that. I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, um uh Indiana, all the more reason to vote. Indiana, Ohio. Don't do that. That's exactly. you knew where I was going. Really? Really? Up, you knew where I was yeah. going. Yeah. I knew where I was yeah. going. Yeah. Indiana, Ohio, May 3rd, you up. Let's go. Uh I, now look, this is the thing, right? We I, I will admit that as a podcast, we tend to lean away from the right. I'm not going to say we lean left, but we lean away from the right. Even if you are right, don't put a person in a position of power that's going to lie to you. I want all y'all to vote. Not that type. I want all of you y'all to vote. You got to have some. Come on. I need, you, I need y'all to stand up. Even if you're going to vote Republican, if you know Republican, send this part to him or her and say, look, man, stand up. Don't be a bitch. If you have conservative views, have conservative views. I'm cool with that. Right. But don't let a motherfucker lie to you and have fucking white nationalist uh, ideology that's going against what the country was is about. There you it's go. Supposed to be about. Yeah. Just have your views. There you go. And that's it. But Jay, one of the the things that I'm hearing echoing is um, is the worst thing is not for a Republican to lose power is for them to have a person who represents their party um, to be a puppet what they would say okay. to to another party. Okay. And that seems to be a very scary thing to them, even more so than anything else. And and that's why I'm wondering why what I'm sorry. Oh, why go ahead. No, no. Yeah. I, I with, 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 with the puppet situation, that's gaslighting. Right? Yes. That's gaslighting. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, I know you want to vote for them because they have an R by their name, but if you do that, you're really a fool because they're not really a Republican, they're a rhino. They're not really a Republican. So you're dumb if you put them off. It's gaslighting. If you go to guns, abortion, size of the government, you go to all that shit, yeah, they fall right in line. But because they don't adhere to the same bullshit, or at least they... To the they, degree. They, to, to, be the same it, to their heart, that they vote don't. 90 right. 
plus percent on the same way as yes, Trump. Yes, but because of that one particular moment when they actually told the truth behind closed doors, you become a rhino. You're a rhino, and it's right. like, is that right. what you define? Is that what you define and, and a Republican to be? And that's the fear. Don't speak for those people. It's, it's right. what it sounds like to me. Don't don't you dare uh, don't you dare speak for them. Mm. You know, yeah. let them speak for themselves when they get a chance, and they won't. And as far as I'm concerned, they won't. We won't give them. They won't. The chance. Yeah, yeah, they won't. So, and that 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 kind of pisses you off when you yeah. when you listen to it in that way. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I want to drop this little, possibly big bomb or whatever. I am about to turn 49 years old. I have made all the mistakes of my youth years ago. Guess what? I am a liberal. I am an independent. And I don't want anybody to have abortions either. Yes, I'm a black man and I'm telling you, I don't want anyone to have abortions. It doesn't mean that I think it should be illegal. Mm. Yep. It doesn't mean that I want to take rights away from anyone. There you go. I want to encourage people to stop putting things up to your emotional vices as a child and get on birth control, make better decisions and allow your decisions to live for a longer period of time. I want you to be able to have time to mature into the decisions that are life altering that will give you better chances, which is why abortion is an option for a lot of people, not to mention about rape and everything else. I don't want anyone to have to go through an abortion. But guess what? We need to grow the fuck up as a nation and start looking at how sex is being treated, how sexuality is being treated, how abortion is being treated, and understand that this is not about how you feel personally. This is not about your religion. We're supposed to be a state that's separating uh, church and state. state, We're supposed to be the type of place where people can make legitimate decisions and be able to be safe making those decisions. That was why Roe versus Wade worked the way it did. We got to get to a point where we can get there. And we can't get there right now because everyone wants to simply live in a box. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know what this uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter is going to do. I don't know if that, but I know it's going to push something one way or another. And I'm interested to see how we move forward, but we're constantly evolving. Well, I, I tell you, I, I want to go back to something you said about. Um, you know, about being able to make those decisions. Yeah. Right. And you have to be able to put people in a position of authority that are going to have your best interests in mind, no matter what you think it is. You may think that you want people to have, you know, abortions and it be illegal. That's what, how you feel. <clears throat> I don't feel that way. You might feel that way. You can't put somebody in a position of power that's going to lie to you after you hear what they say. You have to put somebody in a position of power that's actually going to tell the fucking truth about how they feel about the situation. And the motherfuckers who's in there now, that's not happening. You can lie about some stuff. I get it. It's politics. I get it. You can yeah, lie about some yeah, stuff. Yeah, we know the game. But some stuff, come on now. He's basically calling you stupid. That's what he's doing. He's calling y'all dumb. Yeah, you, you have to have enough of an open eye to be able to see that this game has been going on way longer than whoever's in front of you. But and I'm... T- Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the the issue always is going to be participation, man. You know, if you if you don't know what's going on in, in the soap opera, it's hard as a mug to keep up. I mean, you just turn the soap opera on and it's in the middle of a, of a scene. Not, you know, what I'm saying a movie you can catch on because somehow the gist of what the movie's about is going to hit you. But in a soap opera, 
it's scene to scene to a person. Someone comes in, they someone curses someone out. Someone says hello. Someone gets someone. Out. You're like, who is who? That's, no one said mom yet. No one said dad yet. Yeah. So you, you can't figure this. We have constant chaos. So we, we you just never know what's going to happen next. And I agree with you. My problem isn't that. My problem is when we turn on the scene and the black person getting shot, we just assume he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. When, when we turn on the scene and the girl is pregnant, we just assume that she made a bad decision. When we when we just turn on scenes, we have a blanket, and I'm just saying us as Americans in general, I'm not talking about anyone in, in this room. We just have a picture based on MTV, based on CNN, based on Fox News, based on wherever we have our minds made up on because we seem to walk into every room in America as if we have our minds already made up. And I'm not... There are obviously divisions in that and people who have fully formed brains in that. But there are way too many people who just walk into every room with their minds made up. Mm. And that is disrespectful to any group of evolution that will ever work. Yeah, we have to be able to, you have to be able to listen to the other side. You got to be able to listen. And and like, like we said before, we've brought up things on this show from the Republican point of view that we agree with. Absolutely. That we thought they were good ideas. We've, Ripped into Democrats who we thought was full of shit. We just mm. finished ripping into Biden. <laughs> we just finished ripping into him. But at the same time, we're willing to accept ideas from both sides because both sides can have some good ideas. And like Hex refers back to, they agree on a lot of shit. Sure. But don't fall for the facade. Right. Mm. Don't fall for the WWE promo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, brother. Well, well it, it, we can be simple, simplified and say, one question you can always ask yourself: Why is it that I believe what I believe? And, that, and it sounds very simple. Very but well why, spent. But, yes. but, very but, well but why? Why do I believe? And and if you got to say, well, it was passed down, and I just know it because I know it, um, and everybody should know it because uh, you're doing a lot of assuming that everyone came up the same way you did. They were in the same neighborhood. They were exposed to the same things you were exposed to. Mm-hmm. And if you ask yourself that simple question, and then you can say. I, I believe this based on these facts or these, there, and, and and you can still stand by that, then that's fine. You see how smart that nigga is with a loose shirt? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, leave the mustard at home. Leave the mustard at home. We're over. We're over. We're over. We're over. <laughs> uh, we had a few more subjects that we were supposed to get to, and we're going to get to those next show. Please, I promise you, they're wonderful subjects, and I appreciate you for staying with us for this long. Um, been a wonderful show uh truly has been uh hex shout outs shout out to everybody who listens <laughs> shout out to everybody who participates shout out to everybody who's responded shout out yes. to mike c shout out to mike c mike c, yeah, mike c. all right and um, i know you're still listening there you go <laughs> <laughs> i put you on let's go right yeah but um shout out to you guys and uh shout out to another week and uh hopefully was, you know our goal is met Yes, yes, absolutely. Irv, shout out. I want to shout out the host and hostess. You know, yes. they, they, they open up their homes and uh, yes. let us come in and do what we do. Shout out so to JR. I can't tell you how much we appreciate yes. you and the missus. Mrs. JR. Thank yes. you very much. Anytime, anytime, fella. KG, shout out. Shout out to the family. Uh, shout out to Hex when he put on his sexy voice and he start giving his shout outs. <laughs> uh, 
Shout out to uh, there you go to, to <laughs> Easy's beard. Looking out there like luxurious, sensational. Looking out there like Sherry's berries. Sensational. Yes. Out, looking Sherry's out there berries. like 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 Santana Moss out there giving out giving out messages. <laughs> um, shout out to everyone who is actually listening because it's one thing to be entertained, and I want y'all to be entertained, but I really need y'all to listen and spread the word because we have so many things going on, so many things we're trying to do in the future and grow into and I really appreciate the fact that y'all need to appreciate getting in on the ground floor you really need to understand how fly it is when you walk into something and you can tell somebody else and they be like hey man I got it from them because that's why you fly mm-hmm. I've been on it. being that. fly is always about you know what I'm saying being the one that had on the fly sweatsuit the first time it's like oh I didn't know that was fly yes. oh, yeah it is yes and now that you're here, just respect the fact that you're in the flyness. Yes. JR, shout out. And shout out to our listeners. Um, you know, it's a, it's a very unique and, and, and special pod, in my opinion, that we produce every week. And for those who are following us and those who, um, who, who are not getting carried, uh, caught up in the nonsense, the, uh, the, like I said, the narratives and the toxic uh, media that's out there, but rather we're you know, probe into themselves and find, you know, and find what the truth is. And um, for those who are constantly in search of the truth like us and join us, you know, every week or whenever you can, um, you know, I want to shout out to y'all. Shout out to Mike C. again for getting us started today and cranking us up and getting us moving in the right direction. And, brother, you know, like I said, your thoughts are similar to ours. We're trying to figure it out ourselves as we go along. Um, and shout out to um, just 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 everyone who's listening. Basically. Yes, yes. Uh, shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it safely. Like, oh shit, this shit is dope. They send it somebody listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all, and we're gonna do this again next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. On the way, on a whole different way. Touchdown in LA, so I can spend time with you for a day. Yeah, yeah, no time for delay. I know my schedule's kinda crazy, yeah. See, I'm so determined to pull up and chill with you, even though I'm just passing through. Oh. All my way to do is shows making moves. I just got.